Music and fun. Miskin Radio. It's Wednesday at 7pm. Welcome to the Kieran Paul Sessions. Last week's show we had Alana Hazard here playing live. Uh, listen again to that on the podcast, which you'll find in the iTunes store. Today's kicked off with Don't Try and Stop Me by Weekend Recovery. Uh, the Devil at Your Door, Sophie James's new song, and Silent Crowd with Candy. Uh, this is a show where we bring you guests from comedy, acting, and uh, music with live performances. And all the new music I have for you is from the local area, including two world exclusives tonight, in the next hour, from Dan Clues and Pedestrian Zero. So my first guest tonight is comedian Tom Moffat. Hello, Tom. Hey, Kieran. Uh, and the band is session are Faded Shades. Hello, chaps. Hey, hey, how you doing? As for you, uh, get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag TheKPSessions. Um, now, so Faded Shades are Liam, Charlie and Joe. I'm uh, going to come to Tom first, though. Um, is this the first time you've been to Dartford? It is, actually, yeah. It's a delightful place. Um, have you dodged any manholes? Yeah. Uh, so I try to dodge manholes all the time nowadays. Uh, so there's one time when I was, uh, many years ago, I was living in New Orleans. Uh, in the States, and um, uh, just a normal day, walking down the street with a friend of mine, and um, about to cross this road outside this busy retail store, um, and I stepped on a manhole cover, um, and uh, I fell through the manhole cover. Um, oh, now, I'll be very clear about that. I fell through the manhole cover. There wasn't a manhole cover where the cover wasn't on it. I actually fell through the actual metal manhole cover, which basically broke in two. Oh, man. Um, and I fell right through. So everything went dark. Um, and I was just stunned for a few seconds. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, and then my sense, the first thing I sensed was my left leg starting to get wet. Um, and that wasn't actually sewage, thank God. <laughs> uh, what I had actually done was I'd cut a, a massive gash into my leg while falling through that manhole cover. So it seems a bit odd falling through a manhole cover, but... Um, New Orleans is a very poor city, so they don't look after anything. They can't afford it. It's a, so everything is rusting and falling apart. And what so, did the, like, what the people that came along? Yeah, so um, I managed to get out. My friend helped me out of the manhole cover. This is not like a 12-foot drop. It was only about sort of six feet. So I managed to get out. Um, and we hobble over to, the, out to these chairs, this bench outside the retail store. He, my friend runs in, gets some tissues, etc. But um, I had two people come up to me expecting me to, to see how I was. Um, and uh, first guy comes up to me and says, instead of saying, oh, how are you? You all right? He says, oh, uh, I saw you fall through the manhole cover. You should sue the city. <laughs> um, uh, that was the first thing he said to me. He didn't see, ask if I was okay. He just said, oh, you should sue the city for that. Um, the second guy comes up to me right, and says the exact same thing. Oh, you should sue the city for that. I saw you falling through the manhole cover. Um, so that was a very strange experience. So um, America is obviously a place where there's a lot more litigation. But then the lawyer... Um, so there's a third guy who comes up to me, right? And he's actually a lawyer. Again, doesn't ask me if I'm okay. He sees me bleeding there, and he actually gives me his business card and says, <laughs> if you want to sue the city, get in touch. Oh, uh, so it was a very strange experience for me. Because like, um, some people are superstitious, aren't they? Some people like, don't go over manholes. Well, I am, I am that person now. Yeah. Um, You're lucky it wasn't New York. They've got alligators in there, so uh, apparently, <laughs> Well, I've watched The Simpsons. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, so, yeah, it was a strange experience. So with manhole covers now, I am extremely careful. I walk around those things. Do you know as well, but... Um, do you know why manhole covers are always circle in this country? I do, yeah. Go on, go on. 
It's so that uh, you can't take it out of the hole and it fall back through yeah. the hole it came yeah. from. Because if they were rectangular, that's a possibility. Yeah, there we go. Got that written down in front of me, literally I've, word for word. That, is, le- yeah, <laughs> that is why. And the police as well, like the police yeah, in New so, Orleans. Uh, New Orleans is a very unique city, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, history to the place. It's obviously uh, really the kind of birthplace, birthplace of, of modern music. Um, but there's, um, it's a poor town and um, it's quite a corrupt town as well. So... The police service itself, uh, New Orleans um, Police Department, actually owns its own bar, uh, which would just very strange concept over here. But there, they own it. It's bar. very Simpson, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and so, uh, my friend Joe and I, we decided to go there one evening because we wanted to go out and get drunk, basically. Um, so you go to this bar, and you know it's full of police, but um, uh, you pay five dollars to get in, and then every bottom row drink is a dollar. Um, so it's very. I mean, drinking in New Orleans is very cheap anyway. Um, and uh, so we go in, and we get it pretty steamed, basically. Um, Joe nips out for a cigarette, and there's like he just trips on a slight bit of jagged pavement. Um, a policeman sees him um, and arrests him right away for being drunk and disorderly, <laughs> um, which is just seems a little like maybe we were asking for it going to get drunk in a police bar. Yeah. Um, but uh, Joe, being Joe, he's a, he always had the gift of gab, so he gets arrested. But instead of um, uh, he would have got taken down to the police department, but um, he just starts giving the, uh, the police officer, the arresting police officer, the, um, just starts telling him jokes. Yeah. Um, the police officer just he's laughing, um, and he just manages to get out of it. And so instead of getting to the, taken to the police station, he gets taken back to the hostel. Uh, so he managed to get out of it, but uh, very strange experience again. And so I, I didn't know this until the next morning. Uh, and, on, so. and on your first uh, stand-up gig, because um, it's always interesting to sort of hear sort of first gigs um mm. you tripped over uh that wasn't my first one but it was one of my early one of ones the first, yeah, yeah my first one at the, a place called the cavendish arms um so i stumbled when coming onto the stage which is not a, like you you don't want to do that if you're about to go on stage did you have like friends and family there no i, well, I had um a couple of friends yeah um my friend rob um i was with and uh, so i stumbled getting onto the stage and that just flustered me anyway um and it, from, from that point it just ruined the entire five minutes um, so uh, I, I struggled getting the there was the previous comedian had wrapped the the cord around the the mic stand several times, um, and uh, it took me about twenty seconds to actually get to the point where I started my set. <laughs> um, so and that was just that was it that was it ruined. Uh, didn't matter how well I may have recovered, um, that was my easily my worst gig. I didn't think it was like a physical act or something or just yeah. Well, I, I may as well have done slapstick at that point. <laughs> uh, I may as well have fallen through another manhole cover. Yeah. Frankly, um, it would have got more of a laugh. Have you, um, have you, uh, Faye Shades? Have any of you ever like fallen, nearly fallen on stage or anything like that? We haven't fallen at a gig. Touch no, wood. Well, yeah, time will tell. Charlie might fall off his cajon in a minute, but <laughs> that is Hydro Mag. With I Need to Know, it's Josh Bestshaw, who's a Canterbury-based singer-songwriter. Uh, so we've got uh, Tom Moffat and Faded Shade as well in session with us. Um, so it's Joe, Liam and Charlie. Joe's on vocals, harmonica, acoustic guitar. Liam's on bass guitar and then Charlie's on the cajon. Um, you did a music video. You recorded it on Saturday for Ain't For Me, which is one of the songs you're going to be doing tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah we went did. Yeah. quite well, I thought. What's, what did it involve? Uh, it involved half breaking and entering into like a large disused <laughs> warehouse slash right. office space and okay. um, smuggling a drum kit, which isn't the most inconspicuous of things to take through a front door. Going this isn't admission of guilt, is it? <laughs> <laughs> There's and, a lawyer outside. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, setting the stuff up and um, cracking on, getting a bit of filming done. Really, did, we, you know, did your inner actor come out? 
yeah, Joe's so, did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, summoned my uh, inner Russell Crowe to say. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we're like, so obviously, you know, Joe, you're the lead singer, um, so this will sort of apply more to you. What's it like? Because you have to mime it, don't you? You're not singing it. You've got cameras all around you. You're miming a song that you know, but you're miming it, essentially. What's that like? Yeah. Well, the cringiest bit about doing that is watching the footage back without hearing the sound and hearing the, the actual sound of the room because you can just hear a few offbeat drum hits and then yeah. me... What are you trying to say? To <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it all out now. You know, it was so echoey in there. No, yeah, it was. So. Um, it's, it's fun, it's fun miming, it's good. But what, like, did you did you have a go, like, not miming it? Or did you just say, like, we're going to mime it, as opposed to, like... You know, playing it live? Yeah, did you did you think of that, or...? No, because um, we used the track that we've previously recorded, and there's multiple guitar layers, so yeah. it's not possible to play it live in yeah. the same sort of way. So it had to be a mime job. Because, like, Tom, like, in comedy, that's just, like, if someone was to say to you, you've got to, like, rehearse a, a set, you wouldn't go and mime it, would you? Like, oh, no, no. It's I a mean, very, like, strange thing, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, I mean, everyone's got their different techniques to, to practice, but miming would be a very... I think I get the feeling that some people might do that in as far as mannerisms, practicing, yeah. practicing their mannerisms on stage, but that's certainly something I don't do. Have you ever done it to the mirror? Like, have you ever practiced? No, that? I can't face that. Do you, do you ever do it? <laughs> is there someone at home, like, or do you just not? Um, I, I I practice by rewriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically my my technique at this stage. That may well evolve, but um, uh, yeah, I just rewrite my my material basically. And when yeah. G- when uh, Jim Carrey uh, was so successful because his father made him practice all his silly faces in front of a mirror for hours every day, mm. and that's why Jim Carrey, like, if you watch the film like Bruce Almighty, you see all the strange faces he does. He just would pr- like the mask, things like that. It mm. was purely because of like ridiculous rehearsal, but his father made him do it because mm. he sort of understood the talent. Um, Charlie, uh, you joined the band, right? Now, I love this because... So it's Charlie and Joe, and they're brothers, right? And Liam's banging in the middle as we sit here. <laughs> so we've got Liam in the middle, um, splitting them up. But Charlie, you're, you're the younger brother of Joe? Uh, yeah, I hope it shows. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, you, but you joined the band sort of not done music before. It's not like you're from another band. They just said to you, can you drum? And you had a bash, and you've turned out you are actually yeah. a good drummer. Yeah, we just bought a drum kit and decided to learn it, so... Yeah, me and like Liam that. had such a hard time recruiting a drummer that we decided it would be quicker to teach Charlie how to play. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so we, we sat there and he just wandered in into the kitchen and be like, oh, he might do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty yeah, much. Pretty just much. looked at him. Like, um, but no, he's done really well, actually. Like, we've only been playing, what, 18 months? Yeah, he's, yeah, a lot better than a lot of the drummers we've come across, to be honest. Yeah, he's like, ended up being the perfect drummer, the drummer we're always looking for, so it turned out all right. That was your brother saying that. Not many brothers say that, do they? Wow. Um, but so, as I say, like, Liam's uh, sat um, bang in the middle of you tonight. Uh, Liam, uh, is, it, is it weird? Do you have to get in between them sometimes? Is there like brotherly rival in the uh, band? No, nah, not really. Like, they're just on like kind everyone of Everyone says that. Yeah, everyone just expects it. Like, I'm like that with my brother. But no, um, they're just on the same wavelength. And they just, if anything, like, I'm at odds with Joe on stuff, but never um, Joe and Char, never. Yeah, yeah, I'm often weird. a mediator, yeah. <laughs> like creatively. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll always be like, yeah, I don't mind, or yeah, let's do that and that. Yeah, it's not quite the Gallagher's, but um, better <laughs> yet, than, but... Yet. <laughs> uh, who does like the majority of the writing? Um, yeah, I do most of the writing, actually. Yeah, Normally come to these two with like an acoustic skeleton and some lyrics, and then we'll jam it out together and sort of see what, what way it's going. Yeah, whether it gets heavier or stays pretty chilled out, and then... Um, yeah, and then just develop it from there, really. So it's like kind of Tom with his comedy, like you just continuous rewriting, is it? 
or, yeah. do, or do you like do you stray away do you if you've written something you, you stay with it or do you do you rewrite add to it rewrite add no it? Yeah, not re- yeah we rewrite all the time yeah, well, yeah I mean it doesn't stay the same at all no, like no. We'll practice it yeah just whatever happens like um, well once someone was it talk about it you should just be absolutely kind of chilled out yeah. um, and just just kind of almost for a joke at the end of it I just decided to kick on like um distortion pedal and just play this massive chord uh, and he ended up just becoming part of the song like just this yeah, probably the best part <laughs> <laughs> probably what I brought it up but yeah it's yeah it's just you, you play songs like 20 times and yeah they can become an, another beast sometimes alright well um, well it's time for your for your first live song awesome um, so um, Joe I'll let, uh, I'll let you introduce it right we're Faded Shades and this song is called Ain't For Me It's Faded Shades with Ain't For Me. Uh, they're going to do another song in around about 10 minutes' time, and you'll be able to watch that uh, live as they do. If you go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page, you'll be able to watch that um, live streaming it. Um, so now it's time for our first of our two uh, World Exclusives tonight. Uh, so this hasn't been played on any radio station on Earth, on the universe at all, ever before until now. It's from Pedestrian Zero, and it's called Double Plus Ungood. Okay, so now it's, uh, it's time for our second uh, live song from Faded Shades. Right, this is somebody new. 
That is Faded Shades uh, with their second live track, Somebody New. Uh, you can listen to the entire session and interview again uh, for free uh, by downloading and subscribing to the Kieran Paul Sessions podcast on iTunes. Um, so we're going to be hearing more from, from the boys as well as our comedian Tom Moffat as well. Uh, but now it's time for our second uh, world exclusive of the evening. This is from Seven Oaks artist Dan Clues. It is House That Is My Heart. Never been played on radio before until right now. That is House That Is My Heart. It's from Dan Cruz. Uh, it's off the album When Middle Earth Mows Its Lawn. Certainly recommend to get that album. It's delightful. Uh, and he's, he's a Seven Oaks artist. Now, though, it is time for this. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst, worst, worst. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst. The bit where we talk to our guests about the worst, weirdest jobs uh, that comedians, actors and musicians have done. Uh, and we're going to come over to Tom uh, Moffat, who tell us about the job you did in, in Sydney. Uh, well, I am not a natural salesman, which is uh, probably not a good thing if you're a comedian. But, so say um, you actually have to do that you, as a you comedian, do, yeah. you're selling your, your You do, your but um, selling products is not something I do very well. And I've tried it once when I lived in Sydney, Australia. And uh, this is door-to-door sales, cold calling, trying to sell cable TV. Um, so on its own, it could have been an all right job, but it was made horrendous by a, 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 an alcoholic team leader that I had. Uh, so Sydney's actually quite a spread out city. And he's here now. Welcome, <laughs> John, from Sydney. Um, so we used, to, we used to have to meet at the office in the morning, and our team leader would have to drive us all into uh, the Westies, which were all the um, suburbs to, to the west. But you know, this is like an hour, sometimes an hour, hour and a half drive to some of these remote suburbs. And, um, you know, maybe he'd have a hip flask with him, so he'd start drinking while he was driving. Um, uh, so this is not, this is, yeah, I was, a, I was a teenager at the time, so this is, but, um, so he'd drop us off and we'd have to, we'd just get a list of um, streets that we had to just go cold calling and trying to sell cable TV. Um, and this was a new concept cable TV um, in Australia at the time I did it. So just no one was interested. So I was, I was really struggling. Like I did one six days work. Um, and it was 100% commission, six days work, uh, and I earned $60. Um, so I was really struggling with the, the, the sales from, and having an earning from that. But the um, uh, our, So the team leader, it was made all the worse because the team leader would just sometimes forget to pick us up again because um, he'd just find a bar somewhere and just start drinking. Um, and uh, so sometimes we'd just be left in the middle of sometimes quite a dodgy area in Sydney. And like searing um, heat as well. Oh, searing heat. Like, you know, we're talking, thir- and I'm a, I'm a pasty, beetroot, lobster British person. So I'm out in the sun all the time. I'm getting burnt every day. 
um, and um, it's sweltering heat. Um, and uh, you're just walking around, and sometimes there are, there are no amenities in these areas that you get sent to. Um, so you have to just, like, sneak into somebody's hedge or something in the front garden just to take a leak. Um, and uh, so th- that's that's how that's kind of the the, the situation it was. And I mean, you did that after you sold on the TV. Eh? Uh, well, if they maybe that's why you weren't so successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they didn't buy something, I'd certainly take a leak. But um, uh, and then you didn't know at the end of the day whether you're going to be picked up at eight pm. Um, and so you have to sometimes try and find the nearest station, and it involve a bus, then a station, then maybe another bus route, or even a taxi or something just to get home. Um, but I thought, no, I really need to like challenge myself to do this. So. I stuck with it for two months, and that was two poverty-stricken, awful months. How, how many, like, how much cable TV did you sell? Uh, not many. There are not many people on the streets that I worked on. Do you think cable, cable TV is TV. big in Australia now? It you, might I mean, well, it is. It, you can it, say it's because of you. It, it, I, I laid the foundations. Yeah. I could say that. Um, weak, feeble foundations. <laughs> the gateway to your community. Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.